0: Welcome to the SQL Podcast, episode 77, how to break through sexual shame and introducing the beautiful Helena. Thank you for being here today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So what we do at Sexual Quantum Leap is teach men how to be the best woman to ever had inside and outside the bedroom, making men men again and also leaving women better and wetter. And I know your work, Helena, is really focusing on men women and couples you're a sex therapist you've done a lot of tantra work you've been in the industry for over six years now i read one of your articles which was absolutely insane about anal and i had to reach out and do some work with you because i just want to hear it from a female perspective and the way that you do things is so eloquent and i just really appreciate you doing the work you're doing so from sexual quantum leap and myself to you thank you so much for doing what you're doing
1: so exciting
0: (laughs) yeah so the reason i brought helena on today is because she's also like i will give her um some chance to really open up a back about her backstory about what she's done because it was really quite fascinating she's become she's come from so many different worlds and melded it all together for some very practical advice and we're both here to um, like shed sexual repression in the world so men and women can be sexually expressed and a lot of men actually ask me can you actually work with women i'm like I'm not actually working with women. That's why I really want to bring Helena because sometimes we hear women going, where is someone to work with um, women? I go, that's why Helena is here to really shed the light on that and give a female perspective. And not to mention, it's just like the wealth of knowledge that she has. So thank you again for coming. And I'd love to know a little bit about your backstory and how you got into this.
1: Um, it's, it's been quite a story for me. It's been quite an experience getting into the world of sexuality and sex therapy and Tantra, because I didn't plan on it. I, it wasn't like I was growing up being a little girl thinking, "I'm going to be a sex therapist." <laughs> it was nothing like that. And actually, it was a very personal crisis that brought me into this line of work, so I myself needed a sex therapist back badly, mm. or I needed help really badly in my own, with yeah. my own sexuality.
0: When was this? When did this start off for you? Like this kind of like, I need some help with my sexuality?
1: Uh, Pretty much my 20s. Because I started off my sex life with being raped at 18. And then having uh, partners in my 20s who didn't really know how to make love to me. And who were quite abusive, aggressive with my body. And pretty much um, applying this kind of porn style. Mm sex on me which wasn't really working i wasn't orgasming i wasn't even enjoying it i was really struggling to even get wet to even get aroused like i knew that my body was supposed to get aroused and wet for for sex Mm. but it was never happening so i just suffered a lot of discomfort
0: did you shut down so you shut down sexually from all those experiences and then so it's like that did it get to a point of like what can i do where can i go from here like what was your turning point to go you know what there has to be more I have to, I'm not going to live in this place for my whole life. In regards to the fear from men, it sounds like. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. And was sexuality. It.
1: Exactly. Well, throughout my 20s, I kind of felt like there was more to sex and that I should maybe be able to learn about it. It seemed like everybody else was loving sex and having amazing sex. People never talked about their own sexual issues or problems. So I thought maybe I was broken. So I needed to find a way to fix myself to learn how to have great sex in order to get there. But I wasn't really finding any information. I didn't really know where to look. The internet wasn't really that popular back then.
0: Yeah, and do you know what you said about the broken part? And for for me, hearing that from so many men, I'm sure you do as well with the, the people you work with, Men go, oh, I feel broken. I've got premature ejaculation for life. I'm just not destined to have really great sex and all these things. And I really make it clear in these podcasts, I'm like, you're not fucked up and you're not broken because they go, I'm broken. I'm fucked up. My life is destroyed. I had this partner only lasted a few minutes, things like this. But yeah, I, I hear where you're coming from completely. And do you, do you get that as well from your clients saying, I'm stuck in this position?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even like uh, depression. Like I get clients with depression because of their lack of ability to perform sexually the way they would like to yeah which is very heartbreaking
0: yeah definitely and i think even that word performance like for the guys as you know like they're trying to perform and i'm always like let's be present let's get away from and that's a big topic we've actually done a whole i know we could talk about presence for a long time but we'll say presence is tons of stuff i'm sure you have a lot of stuff on presence as well but presence not performance and then that performance like I have to do something we are even talking about like even just your life before you like even guys like they get intimidated like oh this is your job and now I have to be this type of person it's like oh my god it's like I just want to not have to have that I'm not going to pressure you I'm not going to shame you we're here to take away sexual shame not add sexual shame
1: (laughs) exactly
0: (laughs) so you you went through that dark time in your life and you go there's more time to have pleasure so what happened from there
1: well, I kind of settled with that. I you know, I fell in love with someone and I thought, okay, we're just going to have crappy sex, crappy for me, sex. Mm-hmm. He seemed to be enjoying it. And I just thought, this is me and I can't do anything about it. I kind of gave up on trying at that point. Mm. And I thought I would just stay with that, unable to orgasm, having kind of poor quality sexual experiences because... My love life, kind of my, the relationship was making up for it in other ways. I was so in love with him. I was happy. Mm. I was like, okay, I can sacrifice my sex life. It doesn't mm. have to be great. And then the, my life threw me a curveball. <laughs> yeah. And I was forced to look at my sexual experience. Because I actually ended up in hospital because of sex. What? Yeah.
0: Can you elaborate on that more?
1: Yeah, I was having sex with my then partner yeah. first thing in the morning our usual about a minute of the whole sexual experience yeah. no like no, no foreplay mm-hmm. me just being completely not prepared dry not aroused you yeah. know the normal thing that's what i thought back then was normal yeah and so then he penetrated me and he ejaculated and and he finished and he left he went to get mm-hmm. ready And I started experiencing this terrible pain in my pelvis. It felt like my whole pelvis was exploding with this unbearable pain every few seconds. And it just kept going and kept going and kept going. And I thought at first, whoa, okay, that doesn't feel right. But maybe it will just go away. Mm -hmm. But then it didn't. And so it just kept getting worse. So I had to call him because I couldn't even get out of bed. I couldn't even walk. I was in so much pain. It was really scary. I thought that... Either I was going to die or something was really damaged Whoa. inside of me. It was a very scary experience. So, your pelvis,
0: you felt like your pelvis was like shattered.
1: Yeah. 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 It was it was terrible. Like, I don't think I've ever experienced this level of pain in my life. Yeah. So, he took me to the emergency room, mm-hmm. um, which… I actually asked him to call an ambulance because I didn't, couldn't even get up. But he said that ambulance could take a long time, whereas emergency room was around the corner. So, mm. so I, I had to force myself to drag myself out of bed, get dressed, get to the car on all fours. I couldn't even stand up. Mm. And they, he took me to the emergency room. And there they helped me. It turned out that I wasn't broken. My pelvis wasn't destroyed. It was just a muscle spasm. And it seemed that's what they told me anyways. It seemed that from the the, the penis hit some kind of a muscle that just went into such a strong spasm and it just kept spasming. Mm -hmm. So they gave me strong muscle relaxants and within an hour or so, I was fine and I was able to go home. Mm. But in that car on the way home, I realized that I can never, ever have sex the same way again. I cannot risk to be in this kind of pain and I can't risk being taken to the emergency room.
0: Yeah. Did that deter you from having sex for quite some time? Were you scared of having sex after that? I was. Yeah.
1: I was. But I, I was also really determined at that point to figure out The good sex.
0: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) So, in a way, it's what's led you to where you are today. Yeah. Is that the big? Would you say that's a big catalyst of why why you're in the position you are today?
1: Absolutely. Like I am a very typical um, wounded healer Mm -hmm. in a way that my own very personal crisis took me to such depth of, I guess, despair and being so so deeply wounded Mm. throughout my life that I had to deal with it and. Then what followed was two years of learning about tantra and sexuality and studying it and working with different practitioners and working with my own body and doing a lot of healing, doing a lot of studying that then brought me at the end out of it and into a place where I became multi-orgasmic, fully activated Mm. sexually, capable of of experiencing this mind-blowing, full body, expanded, amazing, multiple orgasms and being able to lubricate get aroused and feel so much pleasure during sex
0: i'm blown away (laughs) thank you for being so real and open as well about this it's like what a phenomenal journey from yeah the wounded healer. i like that analogy so you did that you learned about tantra you learned how to become fully orgasmic and then you went on to more studies is that correct
1: yeah 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 i first just completely fell in love with Tantra. That was my first modality I studied. I fell in love with it. For the first time in my life, I I felt like I was getting the answers. I was craving so much about why am I not enjoying sex? Why can I orgasm? What can I do to change that? What can my lover do to change that? How to create a a beautiful sexual experience? Mm. All of these things, all these questions I had, nobody was giving me answers for until I came upon Tantra. And Tantra started giving me answers. Oh, so, I just became hungry for Tantra and Tantric knowledge, and I studied everything I could and I became certified as a practitioner. Mm. And it really, that knowledge really helped me. Mm. So, then I wanted to share that with others and I started teaching Tantra. And then, as I was doing that, I realized that a lot of people were coming to me with all sorts of different sexual problems that I felt like Tantra wasn't always the only answer to. Mm. And that's when I wanted to grow my toolkit and, g- and expand myself as a practitioner and as an expert. And that's when I went to study sexology. Mm. And that was amazing. Like yeah. I learned so much, particularly that I studied somatic sexology. So not so much the discussion-based therapy, but more of the somatic embodied mm. way to work with sexual issues, sexual trauma with with shame with pleasure, etc, and that was amazing. What it brought into my practice was and into my own life and my yeah. own sexual experience yeah. <laughs> Like that was truly amazing
0: I, I just must say as well, like sitting here with you every time i 'm talking with a sexual practitioner it 's like it 's this different essence and glow it 's like they 're glowing from the inside out i 'm sure you didn't w- wouldn 't start like that it 's like more like it 's just like this sexual essence like flowing through and it 's like showing up in life like this when you have this beautiful like you're you have an understanding of your sexuality you're comfortable with your sexuality and you just like yo you have you know, such a great understanding about what it is and what it isn't and then you're talking about the pleasure in your own body and every time i'm talking to sexual practitioners like yourself you're like it started with me first and it goes that's what we had we talk about and i think because i talked to Moonrose the other day and she said it's tantra, but I never knew it was tantra. It was like, I always say it's your sexuality, um, ours, and then together. And you, it's a tantra philosophy, isn't it? And you said starting yeah. with me and then I can go outwards and then help other people.
1: Exactly. You have to start with yourself first. Yeah. Yeah.
0: doesn't matter what it is in life, but it's finding out your own sexual pleasures. And what I've been talking about with guys just really on short on this, like guys like go, I don't want to do that. I don't want to self pleasure. I don't want to touch myself. I'm ashamed and like, it's weird. It's like, even though they sometimes say like, it's gay, I I don't want to touch myself. I just want to jerk off quickly. Go, dude, lay in the bath, relax and enjoy (laughs) yourself and just touch and just really play and explore it. It feels fantastic. But yeah, before we go down that tangent, Please continue about. So you learned those new things as well?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And then my next modality was actually counseling yes. because on top of sexual issues, what was also coming up in my sessions was sexual trauma. Mm. And a lot of people carry sexual trauma. Mm. And it's really heartbreaking, but it's out there. And I've helped a lot of people heal that, move yep. past that and embrace their sexual pleasure and sexual potential and orgasmic potential in a much fuller way.
0: Would you say the sexual shame and trauma are linked? Oh yeah 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 do you want to break that down a bit because we were talking a little bit about that today because i know it's great as i said having helena usually i wouldn't have a sex therapist on here because i was a bit skeptical because i had about half a dozen clients they go they went to a sex therapist they didn't have the sexual experience but then helena has had so much experience and then even hearing her story about where she's been through instead of just like having some theory and some book knowledge you've been through the journey yourself which was really beautiful where i came to you, she's like what's your background i'm like Mine's been a lot of mentorship and not very clinical um, background and knowledge and study, but it's like I've only taught what has actually worked. That's why it's phenomenal to have you here, of like breaking things down. And, guys, as well, if you want to know more about what Helena and I are doing, like even more from Helena, just like you can actually hit us up and we can do more podcasts together, and go more in depth about topics because I really love her vibe where it's like, here, yeah, I can do woo woo, but then I can really break it down to the practical stuff as well, which is really awesome. And she has like the background of like actually going through the experiences for herself. So, I really feel that from me so i just want to say really acknowledge that um for being here now i'm just blowing so much smoke up here aren't you (laughs) you're like hey keep it coming keep it coming
1: but you know in my sessions i I really value that when that when people open up to me about sexuality which is such a delicate sensitive deep topic i can really look them in the eye and say i know what you're going through This is not something I'm going to think back to a book I read and go, oh, according to this book, you should do this. Yeah. I No.
0: Yeah.
1: That doesn't, I don't work this way. Mm. Like I've read a lot and I have all the, all the knowledge, but I also have my own experience. Mm. And when I'm presented with a case, either from a man or, or, or a woman, I can actually say, like, I know what you're feeling. Mm. I know what you're going through. I fully understand it. And I know exactly how to help you. Yeah.
0: I love what you said the other day. You did a post talking about like, hey, you had some great sex and you've had some bad sex as well. And that's just part of it where it's like this, this myth as well about like, we're always going to have great sex, which we don't. No. It, which like, I have some terrible sex and I have some great sex. And then it's like the mood, like so many different things. And you did a beautiful article as well. So totally. there's so many things we could talk about. But <laughs> so actually, let's, let's tie it back to the sexual shame and the trauma. I'd love to know just your thoughts about that from the clients you work with.
1: Yeah. Sexual trauma, that is quite a deep topic in mm. itself. And it's basically, well, trauma starts with an event, with something that affects the body and oh, kind of triggers the nervous system so that it becomes, it becomes affected, becomes changed. And as a result of that, we cannot then react we don't have a full freedom to react to a similar kind of event in the future because Mm -hmm. our nervous system is already holding that trauma it's holding that kind of elevated state of activation Mm -hmm. so that's when people tell you oh just you know Forget your, forget your past experiences and just make different decisions in the future when it comes to your, your sexu- sexuality or arousal, et cetera. Well, no, that doesn't always work because if your body is already holding that kind of level of sexual trauma, then it's not really possible for you to have that full, I guess, sexual expression. Full so it, like a block in the body. Yeah, okay. yeah. totally, exactly. Yeah. And where shame comes into that is that it's not so much a physical alteration of the of the nervous system but it's a very powerful mental or energetic block Mm. that comes through sort of mental messaging about how sex is wrong or dirty or masturbating is bad and
0: Mm. from growing up young correct yeah there's there's a lot of your clients come from when they're younger about like like religion as well masturbation habits Porn, exactly. Shame, all that stuff. Yeah, we Did can get. I miss anything else about that, or like, is that the main things that come from sexual trauma when people grow up?
1: Religious upbringing, parental, a yep. Lack of understanding around sexuality. Yeah. So as being, you know, as kids being scared that we'll get caught by the parents. Yeah, and we
0: we, we, we think we're meant to know what to do as well. Yeah. So it's like I'm the man because um I got a cock. I know what to do, and if I don't know what to do, that makes me weak. I'm like, no, dude. <laughs> i I never knew what to do i was so bad like just give you a little bit of background okay i was like a tradie i had no idea what i was doing in the bedroom like how's it going mate my vocabulary was about four swear words and i could build a house but that was it i'm like things have to change drastically but then i realized holy moly i had a mentor as well for like she was like 30 years into the kink scene and just like shamanic work and she like really loved it and then she goes i still feel like i am a beginner every day and i'm learning so much and just like learning so much more about sexuality so, yeah, I I hear you with that as well, so.
1: And when it comes to men, there yeah. is that kind of perception out there is that men are supposed to know what to do in yeah. sex and women are supposed to kind of surrender to that. So, you just m- take it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He will know what to do and she will just go with that. Yeah. Which is a very damaging yeah mindset. Because it's all an exploration. Mm. Because I can be, like, for example, me personally, I can be an expert in sex, but I still don't know anything about the body of the person I'm having sex with for the first time. Mm-hmm. So I need them to teach me about their body, yeah. about their preferences.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. That's so, so true. And but I I'm- just
1: wish this 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 kind of mindset would be more, I guess, widely acceptable as a, yeah. sexual, a sexual mindset, that we enter the bedroom together, we enter the sexual experience together, knowing really nothing about each other's preferences, what we like, what works for us. Yeah. It, this is something we need to explore. Mm. But the problem is that we assume we are supposed to know these things. Yeah. And so that's where man starts struggling, performance anxiety kicks in, he's trying different things, he gets stressed when, when things don't work. Mm. In a way. It's but like, what's
0: mental work? It's yeah. like it's like, I know that's mental I have to have this massive like erection and do this certain thing. It's like what? Yeah.
1: How exactly. come you can't be
0: there in the bed? Like even saying this can't like so much tension that anxiety is built because the my perception of the anxiety, it's like this what is for anxiety it's like more for the future this this expectation of what's meant to happen in the future that builds like all up and I go dude that's why you got anxiety because you got this expectation of being the man in the bedroom instead of going Mm. hey can't just sit there look at this beautiful woman and start off really slow and and enjoy and that's like uh, like even talking to guys and going that's what I do when I'm with someone for the first time they go it's not groundbreaking it's like I'm talking and understanding so I completely concur I'm glad you're saying the same thing yeah yeah (laughs) With so, even going back to your story, so you've done that now, and now what you're doing as well, and we'll tap into the sexual um, shame a little bit more because it's a really amazing topic. Mm. Um, I know it's huge as well to go into, but yeah. so now you did all that, and now you're traveling around Australia and traveling around the world and speaking at events, and you have like what half a dozen or a dozen online courses as well, which is just f- phenomenal.
1: Yeah, yeah, I counted them yesterday. I think there's seven. <laughs> I can't when i yeah. looked at your website
0: i was like that's a lot of courses <laughs> and they're all so different as well and so practical as well yeah. so it's like as i said I commend you as well for doing that stuff and just uh please as i said you're more than welcome to go i'll put links in here below of everything to go check out helena's stuff yeah. because it comes from i'm just so happy because when i said the sex therapist thing before it was just because when i had guys and doctors the doctors were like here's some you probably heard this as well before here's basically you're fucked up here's some medication Mm. you have erectile dysfunction or you have um you can't get it up here's this you have perform you have premature ejaculation i had a client who was 34 years old and he got told here's some medication you got to take this for the rest of your life I was so angry. I was like yeah. on the phone and a sex therapist was like shaming this guy. Then this guy went to couples therapy and he goes, there's always two sides to every story. He goes, I felt like they were ganging up on me, but I don't know the actual full context. But there's all these things happening. I'm like, holy shit, who's actually out there teaching it? I want people with like, I don't care about the book knowledge. It's so important, as you said, but mm. I want the practical in them so they can feel safe and they're not going to be shamed. And then I believe that's a really great way for people to start opening up about their own sexual experiences. Exactly. And that's where a lot of like healing can happen as well. Unless you, I'd love to know your opinion on that as well. Totally.
1: I, I don't recommend any pills or tablets. Like I really truly believe that the body has got all the capacity mm-hmm. to become trained and to learn how to create a beautiful experience in the bedroom. Particularly mm-hmm. for a man. Any man can train his body to last as long as he wants, mm-hmm. to have strong erections, to have multiple full body orgasms to give his woman an amazing experience. So medication is, you know, medication, first of all, always has side effects. So I really don't believe Mm. in using medication unless you absolutely have to. But a sexual dysfunction is not that case. Yeah. Sexual dysfunction usually sits in the head Mm -hmm. and it just comes through a change of mindset and change of how you work with your body. I would say, you know, if you're really in a very dark place with your sexuality, really depressed, and really that your experience is very um gets you down, like mm. your sexual performance is really, really challenging and tricky for you. Yeah. You can use Viagra in the meantime while you're training your body. Yeah. So that to maybe give yourself that confidence that yeah, you can have a lasting, uh, more fulfilling sexual experience. But yeah. don't rely on it as the thing. That will fix you sexually, yeah. or that will uh, help you become a better lover. Yeah. Train your body, work with your body. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. much more lasting. Yeah, you you'll be reaping the benefits of that for the rest of your life, and you won't be um, poisoning your body. Yeah, with medication.
0: Mm, I agree. Yeah, it's 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 so sad to see that. Men like rely on that, but they don't know anything better, and that's why we're doing this work. And that's why people are going. Why are you going on with like so many sex therapists or people in the industry? Because, like, I'm here to like make men men again, serving a fucking purpose of like, so specifically for men, but Helena is working with men, women and couples. So then it's like, we can clear all this sexual shame so people can have great sex and a fulfilling sex life. And the thing is, if it is a deep traumatic issue that they've gone through, I don't work with them. So you can go talk to Helena. Mm -hmm. Like if a guy's like really like going, I can't move past this point. I really work with the guys who just go, you know what? I want to be a beast in the bedroom. I want to do some things and help them with like rectal dysfunction. But if it's so deeply rooted, that's why I'm like building this beautiful network of some incredible human beings. So I can go, Helena, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I can humbly say that. Go talk to Helena, reach out for her. It's not about like, who who you work with i just want you to get this stuff sorted that is the main thing and then if you like you really resonate with what helena's we go talk to her that's why we're here because she has a beautiful essence i'm just a bit of a get shit done (laughs) but so is helena she has a really good essence of masculine and feminine as well so you don't want to mess with her either so it's beautiful
1: yeah
0: is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up today
1: well speaking of shame yeah I feel like it's quite. it would be quite good to maybe give the, the listeners some tools.
0: Yes, that'd be cool.
1: To deal with that. We, we've touched on it. We, we talked about it a bit. Um, the best thing, you know, because now many people can be asking, okay, I experienced shame. What am I supposed to do with it? How mm. do I move forward from it? Yep. Well, the first thing to do is definitely to challenge that shame mindset mm. and to notice when shame comes up. Or any kind of sense of guilt or embarrassment as well about your sexual experience, about touching yourself, about your erections, etc. And first of all, acknowledge, okay, I am experiencing shame and this is something I can change. Mm. I can actually embrace a very different experience when it comes to my sexuality.
0: So the first step is always awareness. Awareness. That can change, yeah. Absolutely. Yep.
1: Exactly. And then the second thing is actually presence. Mm. The second very powerful tool is is instead of staying in that state of shame that will very often send you to your head, send you into your worries and anxieties and all these rushing thoughts that will just make things more difficult and awkward for you. What's helpful is actually just to bring the awareness back to the body, Mm. to take some nice deep breaths. When shame pops up, just giving yourself a permission to maybe just stop for a moment and just breathe and bring yourself back like recenter yourself in your body yeah. recenter yourself bring yourself back into the nice experience like mm-hmm. n- that any pleasure you're feeling in your body the the experience itself of breathing and being in your body yeah. because that's always very healing, very therapeutic and very helpful mm. as opposed to allowing the shame to send you to your head yeah when all the spinning thoughts of fear worry etc yeah. are going to just send you into that crazy uncomfortable place
0: yeah it's fantastic as well and do you know what you said before as well where even guys when they're growing up they they're like hunched over the computer they're tensing their whole body and like the shame from sexuality comes in because thinking oh shit someone's going to run in the room quickly so they're all all, all on a high alert i've even said this i go if you've got a partner book a time away where you know no one can actually come in. I know it still might come up because you've been thinking about the past because maybe like from on average, what's the on on average I've heard guys like they start about 12 years old when they've been uh, masturbating and they're watching porn. Uh, What's the average that you've been hearing?
1: Uh, Yeah, 12, 13. I know it can be even younger, but that's the average, yeah, about 12, 13. Yeah,
0: I've heard the average about the same. So hearing that and I'm saying, guys, go with your partner, go away for the weekend and like take it really slow. As you said, in the presence thing and not like I have to do anything. And you know, no one's going to walk in. No one's going to come. So you start reconditioning and training your whole body about sexuality. And it may take that slow progression. But if it's really some deep stuff, even more going on, please reach out to Helena because she's an expert at like really breaking through those blocks and barriers. So yeah, unless there's anything else you want to add on that, but it's been phenomenal.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you so much, Helena, for dropping the bombs and really being so open about your story, about who you are. I was even blown away. I'm like, whoa, you've done that. I knew you, you've done... You, you just get a feeling for someone. When I like, talked to Helena on the phone, I saw some of her stuff. Like, She knows her shit. I can't wait to reach out to her. And just, we sent a few voice messages back and forth. So it's been a pleasure, and you've like, really exceeded my expectations about this um, experience today. So thank you again, and we're looking forward. We're going to do another episode. It's going to be on... Female pleasure from a sex therapist's point of view. So, as much as I've been talking about female pleasure, I don't have a pussy, guys. So, (laughs) Helena... is going to be breaking that down from her experiences then also the clients she's worked with. So, thank you so much for being here again and remember guys, if you like this episode, you can also um, go to sexualquantumleap.com, you can get in contact with myself and Helena's details will also be underneath this. What we've got, remember, is we've got the Pussy Massage Guide so you can learn how to give women multiple orgasms with your hands. So, you can get that at sexualquantumleap.com, that is all there. Helena's details will be all here for you as well. If you have any questions for myself or her, you can, if you can't contact Helena, you can't find her for whatever reason send me an email and i'll get you in contact with her so thank you again and i'll speak to you soon
1: thank you for having me
0: bye